Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bullworker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. Michelle Staley. How are you, Michelle? I am good. I am good. Back again. Back again. I'm you, surprised you keep having me. You were here two weeks ago. Since I don't know how to do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Come I mean, up with my own. It, it, was like, it was like you explained <laughs> <laughs> physics to a monkey. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, uh, here's a fun fact. Uh, we were here two weeks ago uh, recording, mm-hmm, right? The mm-hmm. podcast came out. And since then, I still have not been on your podcast. <laughs> it's been too fucking It's in the weeks. works, in the oh, works, you God. know. I got to I gotta get the thumbs up from the boss. Let's see. I have to say my prayers before I go to bed. <laughs> got to kiss my son goodnight. Got to find a way to hurt Larry. That's how this shit goes, right? We're going to have you, buddy. Probably twice. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll double book you. How about that? Oh, we'll shit. Double now book we're you. talking. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, where are we? We're at the Brush Emporium again, Brush right? Brush Emporium, yeah. That's a cool space and uh, entrepreneurial. It'll be it'll be a good thing for Brush. Yep, 210 Clayton Street. Uh, come on down. It's already open at the, at the, right now because it's, uh, it's the future right now. It's the future. <laughs> we're recording from the past. <laughs> If, you know who you're working with here, right? If the world ends on, like, <laughs> March 28th, <laughs> we're going to be like, hey, real assholes, because we're talking like it's still going. Mm-hmm. So There we go. And we do have a guest today. Yes. We have the other Carrillo brother. Carrillo brother, yeah. Eric Carrillo, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here, man. You lost the rock, paper, scissors to go first or second with your brother. Yeah. 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 You made, you made <laughs> it sucks. But. Big brother go first, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta show me the ropes, see, see yeah. how he did, and then that's, that's kind of right. where I come in. Is that usually how it rolls? Did he show you show you a lot growing up? Uh, did he get you in trouble? So, sometimes. Yeah. You usually just get me in trouble. Blame it on me. Like, <laughs> oh shit, that's broken. Oh no, it was, it was him. Scapegoat, <laughs> There we go. But hey, if you do the podcast, welcome to the Bullhooker Podcast. What we do on the Bullhooker Podcast, we bring a guest on. Today's Eric. Eric's gonna tell us three stories about his life. And here's the kicker: only two of these stories are true. One's actually either borrowed, halfway made up, or all the way made up. Now, Eric, without going into great detail. Which one is it? Is it? Did you borrow the story from somebody? Did you all the way make it up, or is it part true, part part made up? It's part true, part made up. Okay, so that, those are the, yeah. that's the most popular way, and it's tough because they are a truth base, mm-hmm. right? So, um, okay, so at the end of the podcast, what we do is Michelle and I will then try and guess which one it was. We were one and one with Monaco. Yeah, I. By the hair, chin and chin chin. I think I've only won once. Yeah, the times I've done really. Uh, I, I don't know. At the end of the year, I, I usually so. do the uh, the stats on who did what, no. and, <laughs> and Densia so. actually is the only one that ever comes out with a positive record. Really? Yeah. The rest huh? of us is just uh, <laughs> poor Adam. Last year just was fucking awful. He had a rough year. Oh rough my year. god. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to lie to Mr. Voki. So uh, also, uh, Eric is uh, part of the Inception, not media, but film. No, That's it, you. In- Inception's media. Um, did I fuck it up again? <laughs> Because well, we have Inception <laughs> it's Media. right there on the shirt. Uh, well, I know, that. but then, he, then Monaco corrected me, I thought. <laughs> no, so so it's, it's Inception's Media. It's our marketing company. Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and that, that's kind of where we just go and help out, like, small business market themselves right. and all that. And we have films by Inceptions. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Um, and that's, like, more like the weddings continue as photo, videos type of stuff. Right. Um, we still – we both work, both companies. It's just uh, we all had it under Inception's Media and then – uh, I think people got too confused um, with what we offered and all that mm, stuff. So we decided to just split it up, make it easier for people. I, right. I guess it's not that easy. Still confused as ape. You know? <laughs> no, we did like that, just kind of just keep it just straight, like strictly one thing on one page, another thing on the other. Right. Right. That's cool, though. But you do a lot more of the uh, the photography and all that. Yeah, I do like all the shooting and, and mostly all the editing and stuff. Monica does more of like the, the business, like, deals and then runs the numbers more like the finance guy the contracts guy and i'm 
more like the kind of, I guess, like the, the creative vision. I go in there, I shoot it, do the video, do the pictures, and right. edit it all and get it all ready. How did you get into photography? Oh, that's a long story. Um, we got an hour, bro. <laughs> no, it's good. It, it kind of just started um, when I went off to college. Uh, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, so I was like, uh, I know I want to have a business, my, mm-hmm. own, my own business in the future. So let me just go for go to college and get something you were degree. kind of passionate about and had a had a passion for right like you thought mm-hmm. it would be a good thing for you to do yeah like i always mm-hmm. knew i wanted to have my own business because mm-hmm. we grew up with like my dad had a little mm-hmm. business, business and all that so i was like what's the next best step oh i guess i'll just go get a business degree um and after like my freshman year just taking a whole bunch of classes i was like you know what i don't think this is for me mm-hmm. um i don't know if it's the classes i don't know if it's the degree path i don't know if it's uh just college in general. Yeah. But I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I, don't, I don't really like it. And then what really tipped it over was for me was I took a, a business statistics class. And I don't know if he has no statistics, but it's, no. it's, a, it's a shit show. Oh, I'm bad. It's not real exciting. <clears throat> Sounds like a nap. <laughs> yes, it's not real. <laughs> uh, halfway through, I was, I was failing. Um, and uh, I, I made up my mind. I was like, okay, I'm going to just switch my major um, no matter what. But I'm, I'm going to still finish out the class. Uh, and then ended up somehow fucking acing the final and then <laughs> so i ended up passing with like a c in the class yeah. nice. but you're creative yeah. you're not a statistic type person well right? I'm, well i like like math and stuff like i've always been good at math oh, yeah. right. which is kind of like what threw me off mm-hmm. right i like doing math but not that kind of math yeah. <laughs> yeah um and then the next next year i just took a couple of just random classes it was like an intro to film class um and then from like the first day i kind of just like fell in love with it fucking just kind of just snowballed from there and then took a couple other classes and took a photography class and all that stuff right. and kind of just grew from there. Right. Uh, when you do their podcast, the Totem Podcast, uh, which you're one of the hosts on, uh, their cameras are super fancy. Like, I, I looked at them and was like, I don't even know how that fucking thing would work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they would kick my ass, man. It would be uh, it would be awful. That's why we have the uh, camcorder from 1989. What's up, camcorder? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Technology well, that, uh, that your grandparents use. But, you know, I guess it's not dumb if it works, right? Yeah. But, as long as it works, that, that's, that's what I always say. Right, right. If it's dumb, but it works, is it really dumb? Is it is it tough to do that kind of stuff, being a photography guy, and not want to buy the new toys all the time? It's tough, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's tough to have anything like this and not like want to buy the toys, you know. Mm-hmm. When we when we first started, I wanted to go out and get the latest greatest camera and stuff, and then right. Monica was like, "Actually, uh, yeah, we don't got any money Budget yet. Says. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to hold off on that." Yeah, hey, Rockefeller, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have to sell a kidney to get what we got right now. So, yeah, yeah, that kind of shit happens, dude. It's uh, when I DJ, I they have all the new stuff always, you know. And you go down the YouTube ra- the YouTube rabbit hole. Of all the new stuff, watching the next video, next video, and you're like, man, this is some cool shit, you know. And then you look it up, how much it is, and you're like, oof. Well, that's like even it, with it's cool, but it's not that cool. With yeah. what Lori and I yeah. do with Facebook Lives, it's like we're like someday we'll have a crew. We're still <laughs> yeah. doing the same thing with yeah. the old, at least our 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 mics are at least um, wireless now, but it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like we would like to have a bigger get up, a bigger setup. I, I used to work like, for, for like the school too, and they when we would like live stream the sports and all that stuff too, and. That, that's why I said when you guys do live, like that's a whole different like ball game. <laughs> yeah. You actually want to get like technical behind it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of people behind. We the like scene. to say it's the charm behind it that we do it still kind of kind of uh, ghetto ghetto wise. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two weeks and, and twice. <laughs> well, haven't we on there twice? That's it. That's How many it. times have you guys been on here? 
Well, he's never had us on here together as whiskey, wine, whatever. It's been individually. Individual. Mm -hmm. So he's really thrown me under the bus, but technically. It's out of love. (laughs) It's out of love, Michelle. Uh, She's one of my favorite people in the world. So um, I used to go to the gym a lot, but I had to quit going because Michelle was there and we'd just start bullshitting for three hours. (laughs) I'd be like, well, that's enough of my job. You're all shit. I didn't even work out. Yeah, I worked my mouth. That's it. My job got to work out. That doesn't work. uh, (laughs) That's not. And we bitch about stuff like this quite a bit, right? Like yeah. the, the uh, all the trials and all the, the problems with podcasting you run into. You know what I mean? Cause, oh, yeah. Because you guys have been doing it for a long time, too. You're over 100 episodes, yes? Uh, like full-length episodes, I think we're around yeah. like 40-some. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do like a lot of shorts. You do a ton yeah, of shorts. Yeah, he does some really yeah. cool. I, I like that. And the shorts is what gets a lot more traction. Right. Because um, a lot of people won't. If, if we're being honest, like they won't sit down and actually like invest an hour of their life into into watching right. the whole episode, you but they will watch the thirty second shorts. Right, it's the attention span yeah. of the world. It's 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 gotten kind of scary. Actually, oh yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I love podcasts. We talked about it last night. Uh, I was on your episode, your podcast about how I got into them, and then once you but once you like podcasts. You will listen to a whole hour, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before, I would jump and choose, like, if I knew the guest or not. But now, mm-hmm. with certain podcasts, like uh, The Honeydew with Ryan Sickler, uh, it doesn't matter who's on. I'll just watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to it. So, um, yeah, it, there's a there's a medium there. But you're right. The reels are what what what, what go with it. It gets all the views now. Yeah. So You, you mean a, a, f- a few weeks ago when you were on our A podcast. few weeks ago. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Back in the day. Uh, back, back in the, in the day. day. Way back, back when. The way back. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, Eric, you ready to tell some stories, brother? Yeah, All let's right. do it. Michelle, you want to name them off? <clears throat> I need Kurt's readers. Do you again. want me to read them? <laughs> Go ahead and read them. <laughs> your I've got my contacts in, and it's like I need readers. You know what's hilarious is I got contacts. The same problem uh, on my glasses. I'm getting to be an old man, right? I'm 47 years old. The eye doctor's like, you need bifocals, and I'm like, fuck oh, no. you! I don't need bifocals. What's <laughs> that shit? And then, uh, like at work, I'm like, man, I wish I had bifocals, but I'm not oh, going to yeah. tell me he's right. I've heard people they say they suck though because you miss you miss curbs. Like I'm a klutz as it is. Like I don't think that's a good idea for us, Larry. Really? I, I think so because yeah. I, I have contacts too. Yeah. yeah, but I used to have like bifocals when I was like younger and. That line just gets in your way. Yeah. 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 You know what? You've convinced me I'm not getting them. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Take like that, doctor. <laughs> so it's easy. Like, that, that bastard dies. It's on you, Kirill. <laughs> and it's true. Like, it, my cell phone, I catch myself taking a picture, then enlarging it to read. It's bad, dude. It's, well, I have to take my glasses off to read my phone. <laughs> or you do I, like this. And then I'm like, where's yeah. my glasses? I lost yeah. my glasses. I That's can't see to get my, up. It's almost what my mom does. She'll get her phone, and instead of like getting it closer, she's like, over here. Like, <laughs> okay. And you laugh at them when they do that. Yeah. Until you realize you've become that fucking age. Like I told him, my dad does this. He puts his glasses down and reads like this. I caught myself doing a city council meeting. <laughs> I'd read something. I go, it's uh, and then Scotty Klinkhammer sitting next to me thinks that's hilarious. Councilor Klinkhammer, and, you know, started laughing at me, and I felt like such an old man. So it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. getting old beats the alternative, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, some days I feel that way. <laughs> some days. <laughs> some days. All right. So the stories we have is I'm working for the feds. I'm a big teddy bear and breaking noses and taking names. I love it. Yep. Are you the same age as Brady? Uh, yeah, we, we graduated the same year. Okay, all yeah. right, Brady. Yeah, it was like you did. A I, good I job. watched his. I mean, shout out Brady. That was, it was a pretty good episode. Pretty <laughs> funny stories. What's up, Brady? He, did well. <laughs> he was uh, he was entertaining, and uh, we laughed because I told you earlier the first the first recording of the day is usually the shit show. That's where we're trying to you know we're not quite in the groove yet. Mm-hmm. And for Brady, that was it. We recorded for like. Five minutes before I realized one of the cameras was not yeah, like, son sucks. of a bitch. It's a, yeah. <laughs> we run into that too, like where it's like the mic's not 
like you have to go through all these extra steps to do Facebook lives. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like unplug it and then plug it in and then make sure you turn the mic off. Like it's all these steps. Really? And you know, when you're 50 something, you forget those steps and then you're like, oh, nobody's hearing this. Well, let's uh, take two. Dude, I'm telling you, I watched one of your live feeds from the Queens Lounge when they did all the remodel. Yeah, and there, and there was no, the, was there no, oh, there was a. There was a blur there, and I, I kept texting you, you like, Michelle, like, there is a blur. <laughs> Michelle, go do something with your camera. I wasn't paying attention. I was drinking whiskey. But then you, 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 I don't know, you saw, it was a ghost. I think that place is haunted, man. Well, you know, it is. Oh, yeah. It is. I've uh, done some Facebook lives there. and mm-hmm. but There was a blur that kept moving, and I'm like, what the fuck is that blur? <laughs> I think it. it's the way the camera was flipped. I think it was oh. the thing that held it. You, you got to do an after hours uh, <laughs> live from there, like a midnight, just where the ghosts at, you know, just mm-hmm. look for them. Eric, mm-hmm. I love supernatural stuff, man. If I had time, I would do a supernatural podcast. But you're a skeptic, you kind of told me, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay. You I mean, my, my, girl, my fiance, she's like, she full-on believes it, and I'm like, just a little skeptical. Who's mm. your, what's her name? Uh, Edith. What's up, Edith? Yeah. All right. Hopefully she's watching. If not, I'm going to go share this with you so you can make sure you watch Tortured man, Edith. We're going to have him back on. He's going to tell Edith stories. So I don't want to yeah. see that happen, Edith. I don't want no domestic shit. But, you you know, know, Staley never watches anything I do. That's probably good. I've heard the shit you talk about, Staley. <laughs> I did throw him under the bus last night. I didn't the, the two weeks ago that we shot. Yeah. But I usually throw him under the bus. The last time you and I filmed with Eric or Kurt Worth, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you start talking about how he waxed his butthole and everything else. I'm like, I, I, I just shake my head. Like, I'm sorry. He I'm he sorry, Staley. I, I don't know. He I don't has, know why I bring her on. He just, <laughs> that dude. No filter. We, we started to have to, we had to start going to counseling after <laughs> your podcast. <laughs> He's like, she's not nice. <laughs> she throws it. And the therapist is like, what happened? And then she goes on the Bullock podcast. <laughs> she never has him on hers, though, by the way. But she goes on his podcast all the time and talks shit. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Staley. <laughs> He's a good dude. He really is. All right. Three <clears throat> stories. Uh, do you want to pick first or do you want me to pick first? You pick first this time. All right. There's always one I want to hear the most. Um, so I try and say that one for last. So instead, let's uh, go with I'm a big teddy bear. I'm a big teddy bear. He looks like that, a big teddy bear. Yeah. Huh? Well, I mean, some people just look at me and they're like, oh, no, he's a big guy. He's He's got to be mean. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of goes with the story. Um, this was long ago, many years ago. Um, I think um, I was probably a, a junior in high school. Um, and I, me, me and my fiance like recently started dating because mm-hmm. we, we, we got together. It was like uh, early October. And then uh, during Halloween, like around here, they, they had, uh, I think it's Fruit Star Farms and uh, Wiggins. Yeah. Like the haunted uh-huh. farmings mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yep, yep. I hate getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm the biggest baby just because I, I hate it. If right. I know I'm going to get scared, it's like, why even go? Yeah, I yeah, know yeah. I'm going to get scared. You, I don't, don't like, like it. Okay. I don't like the anticipation. Like, oh, yeah, what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. But she loves it for some reason. I, it's, it's true what they say. Opposites attract. Yeah. Right, you know? yeah. Right, right. So um, it wasn't like Halloween. Halloween was like a couple of days before. Um, and she's like, oh, you know, I want to go to the corn maze. And I was like, cool, let's go to the corn maze. Um, no, but at night. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, I want to go to the bouncy house during the day with the kids. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, and, it was, and it was a new relationship. So I was, I'm trying to be tough. I'm like, yeah. you, you got to try and show up, trying to win her over. Yeah. Um, and He's I'm like, like oh, you no, know I'm what? I'm going to be crying in the corn maze. <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking in the back, in the back of my head the whole time, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, well, it was like a newer relationship, so she took her friend too. Um, 
and uh, we just started going to the, in, in the cornfield, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah, the, he jumps into her arms. <laughs> she brought she brought a new friend because she just met Eric and to make sure he wouldn't yeah. murder her in said cornfield. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, She's she, a big guy. Yeah. She also is a, a five feet tall. Oh, so really? there's a, a big difference, a big high difference. So I'm like this big guy, and she's like this little. Oh, yeah. she's five girl. feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we just start going through this maze. Um, I'm like, I'm sweating so bad this whole time, just waiting for the pop, the, the pop out scares. Yeah. Right. And then we have a few here and there, and I'm like, okay, it's not not too bad, you know. Yeah. Right. I'm handling it, and then uh, I guess at some point in the corner, he's like halfway through. There's this trailer, and you have to like. Go inside of the trailer because it's like a mini, uh, like haunted house. Oh. And yeah, I was like, just like, I, like I, I saw it and I was either. like, um, I think we can just go around this. I don't <laughs> think we need to go go in. Um, no, but she's like, no, let's go in, let's go in. And I was like, all right, fine, like let's go in. Um, as soon as we opened the door, his palms like, are all sweating. <laughs> yeah, it, it's bad. It's bad. We go in, um, and just automatically, instinctively. I put her in front of me, and I kind of, like, <laughs> grab her waist, and I'm just like, you go first, you go first. Yeah. And then I was like, I told her friend, you go behind me because I don't want people sneaking up behind me. That's right. So then we go into this this whole thing, and then um, there at, at some point. Um, a guy with a chainsaw jumps out. <laughs> no, I mean, because we went through the whole thing, and then. Um, I think the people noticed that there was this big, huge dude in between yeah. two girls, and he started like scaring me from like the sides and like aiming at the middle guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we finally get to the other side, and like shit and bricks, and I'm like, I get out, I'm like, you know, uh, it wasn't too bad, you know. Uh, yeah. He's all And then she just she out. turns around, and she's like, Are you serious? Like, you're, you're you're being a little girl. And then, yeah, I mean, just long story short, we just finally make it out of the cornfield like two hours later because yeah. we're bad with directions. She's horrible with directions and I'm, I'm shit and bricks like, the whole oh time. You're like, oh my God, we're so lost in this thing. Right. Yeah, that's, that was my yeah. biggest fear. Getting mm-hmm. lost in a hundred corn maze at night. Mm-hmm. Right. This this can't be true. Yeah. Um, we finally make it out and then she kind of just like side-eyes me like, you really are just like a big teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her friend's like, you might as well be lesbian because this guy's like a chick anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just exactly. Saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm with you, bro. Although I don't, be, being old, fat, and probably a bad heart, I don't like being scared now just out of fear that I'll die. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I like that horror shit. Oh. When I was dating Patty, we went and saw the, uh, the 13th floor in Denver. Oh, man. Oof. No way. No but it was during COVID, man. So. All these stupid ass restrictions. They didn't have the people hopping out at you, you um, know, because they might hop out and you know give you the vid. Uh, <laughs> uh, all the nurses are wearing the masks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but she doesn't like that shit at all. Mm-hmm. You know, we were pretty new in our relationship, so she. <laughs> it's that, like you said, it's that point when you're you're starting off where you're just gonna do the shit you don't want to yeah, do ever yeah. again. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it this one time just to get over that hill. So I have her hand, and you know, and I'm talking shit to her about being scared the whole time. Well, there's these, this part where it's all mirrors and shit, right? I go face first in this thing so fucking hard, man. It almost knocks me out, dude. And I can look up and she's laughing so fucking hysterically. Like, That's what you we get. That's about what the you vid. get. Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, just a moment. You gonna die? Shot of this you, vodka. You gonna die? Mm. <laughs> Is that vodka? <laughs> We, we had a couple shots before we got sorry. Right, right, there we go. There we go. So if it goes haywire, just know that's why. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> it goes south. Uh, um, yeah, no, you should have to react special, Eric. Next time that happens, be like, I like that, Mama. Man, I, like, you know. I do not like like Jack in the Box. I do not like opening Pillsbury cans. Like I don't anything that's like <laughs> those sons of bitches. I'm telling you, I'm surprised Staley still married me because I was like, I would be like 
have to get work. I have to work myself up to open those. You talking about the the the, the rolls? I don't like those because <laughs> they pop. <laughs> like a grenade. <laughs> yeah. I used to have Staley open them. Yeah, he'd be like, seriously. You know, like, if you don't mend your ways, Michelle, <laughs> and you end up going to hell, you're, kids, you're gonna not, have the lamest I'm, torture of I'm all time. I'm telling you, check out some of those memes about those damn things. Like people that are like walking to their room in hell and go by your room, like, why can't I be in the room with the chick just opening the fucking biscuits? <laughs> no, no, the one screaming and crying. They pop. Oh my god! Ooh, I'm getting a little. Yeah, Satan's or, or like the, Satan's like forty more this, yeah, today. Yeah, then. or the or the Jack in the Box, those things. You know <laughs> that part in the movie Elf when he's opening him. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you you don't like any of that stuff. No, I don't. It's it's weird though because like I used to hate being scared, right. and she used to like love scary movies, and I used to hate them. But now I'm like with her, like okay, let's watch the next scary yeah. movie. Yeah, she got you over that. Yeah, yeah. To some extent, yeah. there's, there's still, I'm still not a haunted house type of guy. And really? you need to go yeah. to the, you know, if they do the Queens again, where they have the haunted. That was a little weird, man. Did you do that? Did you? Mm. Are you uh, familiar? No. So. Well, he doesn't believe in that stuff, though. No. Oh, it's haunted. Maybe it's haunted. The upstairs of the Queens is completely empty, but it's supposed to be like weird shit happens up there. So Nick actually opened it up to the public one Halloween. And took tours up. To, uh, yeah, it was, it oh, was shit. creepy. You want to know what they did to me? It was during B106. We did a Facebook Live up there. <laughs> and I don't like things that jump like you. He had one of his patrons put a damn wolf mask on and jump out at me. Nice. <laughs> a few cuss words came out. I'm like, oh, that was on B106. <laughs> By cuss words, you mean P, right? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that hopefully, too. Hopefully it was just P. Might have sharted. I don't know. Oh, no, everybody. The ghost shit my pants. <laughs> oh, my. Oopsie. You silly ghost. And it's live. It's not like you can just edit no, it out. No, it's live. It's <laughs> live. Yeah. And someone's like, what's that smell? And you're like, there's no smell. Something must have died up here. Just keep going. It's old. <laughs> that smell is falling down have, the stairs. And there's bats. There's bats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, bats. Yeah. Crazy. Ooh. Well, that's yeah. a, that's a, like I said, I like the scariest stuff. I have a sister who's 14 years younger than I am. And that's how we got to, that's how her and I bonded. You bonded? Is she loves scary movies. Tiffany loves scary shit. So when she was younger, I'd watch them with her, you know? And sure, I'd get a little, like, a little weird sometimes, you know? They're like, hey, you need to cuddle up the big brother? Because uh, <laughs> you look a little scared there. Yeah, you get that knife. Make sure it's, you can grab that thing, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I, she had a bunch of friends over one time at dad's house. And I thought it'd be funny to scare them in the window. But scaring a bunch of 12 year old girls at a summer party. Not a great idea, just so you know. <laughs> well, it's funny that you're saying this because I don't like to be scared like that. I scare the shit out of Ty all the time. Really? I cannot. I just, it makes my whole day. <laughs> he screams you, like a little You girl. like giving it, just not Yeah, I know, no, no, yeah. He's got to be your designated driver. <laughs> you're always fucking with him. It's like prison rules over there at the Staley House. He's that like, poor he cannot, guy. He cannot, poor guy. Wait to, he cannot wait to graduate. <laughs> Enjoy the therapy, Ty. <laughs> yes. All right. What did you think about that story? It seems a pretty innocent. I'm an innocent guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. a big innocent teddy bear. Big teddy bear. We'll see. We'll see. I'm a big teddy bear too. I mean, I like being scared, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty mellow guy. I'm pretty non uh, non uh, mm-hmm. violent. So I got you. Uh, I always got here too, so to kind of judge them on each other. So and that was like one of our like kind of first couple mm-hmm. of days that we've been on. So it was really, like, so it's like I was really trying to push through, and I was. Right. Uh, it's like, it 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 I fell apart at the end. <laughs> Did you know she liked that stuff when you started dating her? Did no. She, so, no. 
Mm. When she said it, you're like, fuck. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is just a one-time thing. Yeah. He's like, no. she's so cute, you, though. It's like year after year, through. she's like, back at through. it. Can't she be like some dominatrix shit? Just like <laughs> yeah. shove something inside of me. Can we just do that instead? I mean, I don't want that either, but it's better to be scared. <laughs> it's a different level of scary. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. But, but you're not doing it in public, Eric. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? No one sees True. you being the big teddy bear, you know? Yeah. I mean, we should play peekaboo with the lampshade. Speaking That's, of crazy, crazy like reality stuff, did you know there's a, a decorating show or like a... I only saw like half an episode, but it's how to how to build a sex room. What? I'm dead serious. I don't think I get that channel, Michelle. And there's a comedian you might even I, know. I think her. you have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> pay per view. That's what PPV yes. means. I saw a comedian up at the Ironton Distillery, and I hadn't seen this episode, but apparently she's on it. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know her name? Uh, Lisa something. Uh, um, short, blonde, busty, hmm. Lisa. That doesn't matter. Anyhow, well, I'll send you the link. Okay. Yeah, we'll check it out. How to build a sex room. <laughs> yeah, how sorry. Hard, just how hard could it be to put a big lock on it? That's what it is, right? <laughs> That's the sex room. You know? It's like. Maybe yeah. a mattress. Yeah, maybe. maybe a mattress. <laughs> Something to whip the shit out of somebody with. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. Right. Dungeon, whatever, you know. <laughs> a sex room. I'm telling you, it's, there's a, a legit show. Do you guys have a sex room, Michelle? <laughs> no, no. You were seeking that out. Not out. into that. No. 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 Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Staley, when you come home, bring some two by fours. <laughs> Just bring them. I'll show you what we're doing when we get home. I, you know, I have him stay in his plumbing clothes sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> the plumber. I don't know what's leaking, Mister Plumber Man. Uh, poor Staley. <laughs> poor bastard. All right. Poor Ty. <laughs> poor Ty. That's right. His has, wife has like, to get we? some headphones. And <laughs> yeah. just, uh, it's some... worse when they're. T- let me tell you, with kids, when they're little. <laughs> His wife's going to be like, I, I don't know why he's as scared of the plunger, but he won't touch the goddamn thing. He's got some kind of plunger, like phobia. I don't know what it is. Just, <laughs> if you saw what so, I saw when I was young, you wouldn't touch that son of a bitch either. That's the funniest story. So Scott, Ty just celebrated his 18th birthday. We had it at the Hatchet House. And then we all went to After Hours, some of the family, and I'm all, yeah, you know, share some good stories about Ty. And <laughs> this is the one that Scott tells. So Ty was only like three, and you know Scott and I were hanging out in the living room, cuddling. <laughs> and Ty came out of his bedroom and thought we were wrestling and jumped on Staley's back. <laughs> and Staley chucked him across, like you know, because that's your initial reaction. You're like, oh shit! Like chucked him across the room. <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he goes crying back to his bedroom. <laughs> Poor kid. Poor kid. <laughs> you scarred him for life. Because you were getting laid last thing you want me to be touched by a child. Is it? Oh, God. He jumped right on Scott's Does back. You remember, did you remember this story? Ty? Yeah. No. Oh, God. But that is a story that Staley told, choose to tell with <laughs> the family at After <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, and that's you. Awesome. If Ty becomes a serial killer, I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> I, I think, mean, I, think I know why. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I mean, I don't justify killing 40 people, but I mean, you know. I mean, he was the cutest little redhead, curly haired, and just got chucked across the room. God damn. <laughs> Redheaded, curly haired, it's like Chucky flying across the room. <laughs> it's it's exactly. Like uh, Puss in Boots, where he's just flying like this, all spread eagle. <laughs> like he's supposed to ninja move shit. Okay. All right. So Two. to this day, we wrestle. We <laughs> <laughs> stop wrestling, Michelle. Uh, okay. okay. We got two left. I'm working for the feds and uh, breaking noses and taking names. What do you want here? Uh, let's do I'm working for the feds. Okay. Okay. 
So, uh, just like like my brother Monaco, it's uh, th- this involves Joe and the, oh, the, Joe. the husband group. So if that gives you any hint, on, like who Joe is and how crazy he is, and <laughs> Joe Crisp, Joe Crisp, yeah, okay. it's yeah. So um, uh, last January, it was like middle of January, um, cause cause we we we've been uh, working with him at this point for like a, a few months and stuff. Uh, just we just like making commercials and shit and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff for him. Um, and then he just hits us up out of the blue one time. He's like, Hey, um, we're going to do this, uh, kind of sketchy kind of trip, um, sketchy. <laughs> that, that we would like to, and to we get want filmed. footage of it. So we have the record of it. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, he was, he was trying to get like, uh, like, pick, like a show picked up on, on 80 and oh, I was gotcha. like, Oh, this might be good. I was yeah. like, you know, you guys shoot it, and then we work out a deal, make some money off of it, get on A and E, get on TV. Like this was gonna be like a kind of like a, a breakthrough kind of moment for him. Um, and so we're like, oh, well, like let's 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 hear him out a little bit, because um, he he called us one one day, and I think like the next day um, we showed up to his house, and he had a it was like him and uh, three other guys. Um, just there, like, sitting at a table, kind mm-hmm. of going over, like, all the, the intel they had on. Um, and me and my brother, Monica, were just kind of sitting here, just, like, taking it all in. Because at this point, we're like, we don't know if we're going to go or not. We're just going to, like, hear him out, mm-hmm. see, see what the situation right. is, and right. then and then we'll, we'll make a decision because we're not going to jump and say, like, sketchy shit or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, right. But he's, like, going over, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, we've gone. Uh, first of all, we're going to be not, – it's not – we're going to be, like, hopping over the border real quick and coming back. No, it's going to be uh, – like 18 hours deep into Mexico. Um, supposedly, uh, this is like uh, narco territory, but we've done our intel. Like, there's no, like, that city has nothing to do with any, like, narco <laughs> stuff or anything. Um, so, like, it checked out. Um, or so we thought it checked out. Um, and we're like, you know what? I mean, this might be a good, good opportunity. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to be like a week long trip, too. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, and we're not getting paid for this. So it's kind of like, we're going to go on a, on a limb. Hopefully, we do good work. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it all works out. We don't get killed or whatever, mm-hmm. and we make it back and s- sell the sell the footage or whatever. And it drums up more business later, right? right yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's like yeah. sometimes in business, you got to take a risk. Right. Um, that's a big risk, though. Yeah. Yeah. And How would the, the fiancé and the wife, are they like, uh, not that you have a fiancé and a wife, but, you know, your brother. <laughs> um, well, were they like, or did you even tell them what you were doing exactly? No, no. Uh, we we told them. We we also like told my parents like we're gonna Guess do we this. Don't come back. <laughs> yeah, like it, like honestly, like like it was kind of like playing around. Like, oh, well, in case you don't come back, but then it's like, what if you don't come back? Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. so there's like this little like serious kind of touch mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. it. Um, so we had that meeting that night, and then we finally decided like, you know, what? fuck it, let's go. Right. Um, and that was, and, and 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 that meeting was like the night before we're supposed to to take off. So that was down in, in Colorado Springs. Um. So Monica had to drive all the way back up here to Wiggins, pack his bags, and then go all the way back down to to the Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Colorado Springs right now, so I was like, oh, it's like a thirty minute drive to his mm-hmm. house or whatever. Um, so then we leave the next day. Um, it took us uh, pretty much all that day, that first day, to to get to El Paso. We kind of like spent the night there. Um, tradition he has is uh, you eat a big steak before you go out and do like a mission like this. So we went to Texas Roadhouse, got a steak. Nice. And that sounds then, really good right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then and then uh, the next day we like start driving into uh, into Mexico and and starting the mission. Um, I mean, we had a few hiccups here and there because um, uh, down in Mexico they have like uh, 
uh, checkpoints mm-hmm. yeah. to make sure you got like all your paperwork in order and stuff. Right. Um, and you know, we kind of had to bullshit our way through those um, a few times because not everything, I guess, uh, was uh, up to up to par, up well, to was on code. the up and up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it, it took us uh, a few days. It took us like two days to, to get down there. Um, and they already had like Airbnb like rented out and stuff. And then um, when we got there, we like before we get to like the hotel, you gotta like just mm-hmm. drive around town. Like, oh, this is where they said he they found him or whatever. Because um, this was a guy who did some stuff over here in Springs, fled to Mexico, and then was just hiding out. So like his job was just go find him, bring him back. Um, um, but with like bounty hunters, you don't have you're not law enforcement really. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like. You can't say you're law enforcement, mm-hmm. and you can't do all this stuff. It has to be, like, convincing him to come back pretty much. Right, right. Um, so then we go, and then uh, we just do, like, scope out a little bit, and then one of the guys starts getting a little ner- a little nervous, like, like nervous, like, starts shaking and stuff. Um, but then we get back back to, like, the Airbnb, and we start, like, talking over stuff, and he's like, uh, Joe's just like, uh, yeah, so... Uh, we are in narco territory, just so you guys know. Um, <laughs> and then we're we're just sitting there like shit, and Briggs like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and like the other guys didn't really know either, I guess. Because um, one of the guys, he was just like shit. Like two, he was like, oh no, like we're what the fuck are we gonna so, do? So did he? Did Joe know that? Joe knew. He knew, but he didn't yeah. want to tell everybody else. Yeah. Until he really had to. Yeah, he he didn't want to tell anybody else because he wanted to. Because if he would have told them, there's like. Probably yeah. no one's going to end up going. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a dick move, Joe. Yeah, That's a dick move. <laughs> and, but, but they're all, like, ex-military, so, like, they know how to handle their shit. Okay. Right. Um, mostly. Right. <laughs> they, they're mostly all all military. Um, but, then, but then that first day was kind of just, like, sitting there, like, are we actually going to go through with this? Like, we know we're in fucking aqua territory. We're going to do some fucking fucked up shit. Right, like, right. So, so, like, the first day was just kind of, like, talking, like, if we're actually going to go through with it or not. Um, and, like, the big main reason was, like, it's like we're already fucking here. Yeah. What? Why are we gonna go back just without even trying? And Eric's like, we're like I've here. shot some crazy brides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 my share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so we just decided, you know what? Let's just, let's just stick with it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty sketchy. Um, I didn't tell. I don't think I told my my fiance that we we're actually in our mm-hmm. territory until we got back, mm-hmm. right. just so she wouldn't like worry like, even more. She's like, "That's the last trip. Right. <laughs> There'll right. be no more hanging out with Joe." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so I mean, there's there's so much like in detail with this. I'll just kind of like skim over. But like at some points, we were um, just driving around at night, like going through cornfields, trying to like look into people's windows and stuff. And uh, at some point, like there's. Uh, People with like guns walking around, and it oh, was wow. it was pretty sketchy. Intense. Um, it was intense. So how about for you guys filming and like, you Scary know, sometimes shit. I mean, even though that's what you do, like and there's nerve wracking things just with that in itself, you know. But mm-hmm. like, how are you able to just keep focus on? All right, <laughs> this is the job we're here to do. And wait a minute, we're not even get paid for this shit. Right. <laughs> like, I'd be yeah. like, well, like yeah. as as like uh, filmmakers, uh, we have a saying is that you'll do anything for the shot. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll see, like, crazy behind-the-scenes pictures because we want to get the shot pretty much no matter what it costs. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then at that point, um, in a situation like that, it's like, the camera is my eyes. So, wherever it's pointing is where I'm looking. That's so, really if I, so, if I'm not, like, mm-hmm. pointing somewhere, then I, then I don't know what's going on. Right, you're oblivious to what's going on. And you're, yeah. You're yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, which is kind of sketchy because you have to also be aware of your surroundings when you're sure. in, that, in that situation. Um, 
Yeah, we were we were uh, in in like cornfields, like going through some shit. It was uh, not the safest thing to do. Yeah. What um, was the guy wanted for? Do you do you know? Did they tell you? Um, it was uh like some drug possession that he was like over here selling drugs and all that stuff. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. And then he like fled and. So then, uh, yeah, we're, it was, like, days and days of, like, doing intel, like, scoping out his house. Like, is he here? Is he not here? Um, they're, like, texting uh, back to home base over here, like, hey, uh, it turns out he's not here. And then they're, they're like, just, like, constant communication all the time. It's, like, constantly, like, you're go, go, go. And, uh, wow. So it was, like, a few days of this. And then um, I think it was, like, after the second or third day we're there, people kind of start looking at us weird. Right. Like, everywhere we go, people are just, like, looking at us. Because, first of all, I mean... Well, how do you know who to trust? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, oh. me and my brother, were, we're uh, Mexican, so we, like, kind of fit in. But right. the other dudes were white, and <laughs> they just stuck out like a sore thumb. But you're both also very fluent in Spanish. Yeah. Right? So Yeah, yeah so, I that, mean, that, that kind of helped out yeah. a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, at, at some point, people just, like, start looking at us, and we're like, uh, I think... Time to boogie. I think yeah. it's uh, time to head out. Yeah. Um. And then uh, I think it was, like, the final day where we're just like, hey, let's just go give it a shot. And then um, uh, Joe and, and my brother actually, like, got a chance to, like, sit down with uh, the dude's dad. And they were there pretty much all day. They were there for a few hours just talking to him and convincing the dad to convince the son to mm. come over and to back, pack his bags and to, like, just turn himself in. That it's better. And that's tough, yeah. though, because, I mean, literally, dude, you go, fuck off. Mm-hmm. He's in a different country. Yeah, like they know? don't have to. Right. But and and that's the thing is like they were there for hours just talking mm-hmm. and convincing to to like right. it's going to be good it's like you don't have to worry about it, anything. We're going to go go get this taken care of. You'll sign some papers and they'll let you come back. Total yeah. total bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. 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 Um so I don't know how the fuck they did it. Um cuz I was out here with uh, with one of the other guys and we're just kind of like scoping out, making sure everything's good. Um and they convinced him to come. He came back. Yeah. Damn, it, it took a lot of convincing, but he came back. He packed his bag, um, and he got in the, in the van with us. And uh, just to, like, ensure everything would be okay, would be safe, we drove straight back to the border. Sure. It was, like, 18 hours straight mm-hmm. just no, drive. No it, was, it was brutal. We, we got I – don't, I don't even know what time we left, but we got at the border, like, 6 a.m. probably. We drove all through the night. Just because when it's in a situation like that, like, you don't know if people are following you or you don't know if they're, like, calling ahead to, like, the next city or whatever that shit can go down. So did you ever, like, second guess where you, like, you know, (laughs) this could be good for our career, but, you know, I don't know if it's, like, worth it (laughs) at this point. I did did at the beginning, but then Mm -hmm. at some point it's, like, I'm already here. I'm doing Mm -hmm. it. If I'm going to keep second guessing myself, it's going to potentially put us in danger. So, like, I'm here 100% in. Like, let's just do it. Well, I talked about your with your brother Monaco. Um, that's, that's not your dream, but to to do this for a living, I mean, you got to go all in at one point in time, right? You got to mm-hmm. take these kind of jobs. You got to do this kind of stuff, right? I mean, it's, it's especially when you're starting out. You were trying right. to get your name out there, and mm. right? If we if we're the ones who do this, and then show gets picked up, it's on TV. It's like, yeah. damn, like yeah. these two guys from a small town, like did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean, at that point, not to I don't know how this is going to sound, but since you're new to the game, you're also probably pretty affordable. Yeah, right. For someone that's looking for something like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. You'd be, mm-hmm. you'd I would say affordable. Like you probably more 
have to be negotiable on a price. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that, that's and you're, you you can also be talked into doing something like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what the crazy part about this story is? He was afraid to go to a cornfield <laughs> haunted house <laughs> maybe in the drug dealer territory. You yeah. know. That's uh, that's a, that's an intense story, man. Well, and then and then uh, well, well, it's not finished yet. Oh, cause sorry, then, sorry. Because wow. even like on so, like when we first like left that city, there was like a car that was just like going everywhere we went. So right. we we thought we were being followed for like for a while. Right. And then finally, like we lose it, we get to the border, and then we run into border patrol. It's like, um, what's he doing here? And I'm like, oh, it's where he's a a fugitive. Where they're huntsmen, they get or bounty hunter huntsmen gonna bring him back and then there's this whole shit like that um i mean long story short we could we couldn't bring him across the border even though there was like warrants out for his arrest really e- even though that uh we we convinced him to come they they didn't let us uh bring him all the way across the border and actually into jail so you gotta take him drop him off or did you just say he's kicked him out of the van no, at that well, point how does that work yeah well, well we were there they like Made us park to the side. They like checked out the car. They like did a, like a pretty deep search, making sure we didn't have any illegal stuff or whatever. Right. But they took him inside for questioning, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you can't take him." And then they just like let him go on that side of the border or whatever. And then um, they they talked to us for a while, and then finally they let us go too. Do you think it was one of those things where they wouldn't let him? Uh, they wouldn't give him up because he maybe is related to somebody they didn't want to piss off. I don't think so. No? I okay. think it's just a bunch okay. of. Uh, the stupid bureaucratic stuff mm-hmm. that's just like, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. But, yeah, a week's worth of work to to go all the way in there and get nothing in return. So how does that work for the huntsmen? I mean, shit. Like, that, that's their whole mission and their whole goal. And then I guess that's just a chance you take, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they ended up big, they did end up getting paid because it was like, a, like a, for legal reasons, like the, Government wouldn't let them bring them mm. in, but they accomplished their mission up to the point where mm. the government didn't let them anymore. Right. Huh. That's mm. intense. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. That's uh, that's quite a story, man. How yeah. old were you when this happens around? This was last year. Oh, it was last year? Last uh, January. So 21, 22 years old? Uh, 22. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's ballsy, man. V- living la vida loca. Right, right, <laughs> right. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, and and to going to Mexico, that's just sketchy to begin with. And when the guy says, I have a sketchy job, you know, the, fuck you. I don't know what that mm-hmm. means, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, never, that's never been a good thing, you yeah. know. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Just because... I don't know. Part of it could be. I don't know, Larry. Mm-hmm. I can't make my decision quite yet. That's tough. That's, That's tough. tough. Mm-hmm. A lot of detail, which I like. I'm mm-hmm. a sucker for details. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm a teddy bear, but I like to get shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you pay me. <laughs> T- tell your your fiance, like, I'll, I'll go to the Holland House for fifty bucks. <laughs> yes. That's a seven woman. Maybe some gigs down the road. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that was a great story. I, I like that one a lot. So. We got one left. We got uh, breaking noses and taking names. Yeah. So this was uh, in college because, I mean, in college is when a lot of things transformed for me, um, just like mentally, just physically and all that stuff. Um, but, like, when I was in high school, I, I played football, and I was, like, really passionate about it. Um, and then when you kind of graduate, you're kind of just, like, left without. You're kind of lost a little left bit. Left without sports, so you're yeah. lost, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was just trying to find something to do because, um, like, in college – like the first week, they have like 
all these clubs and they're like, oh, like this is what we do, like sign up, sign up. Um, and we're just kind of walking around, me and my fiance. Um, so you, both went now to school, you both went to school down there together? Yeah, I, I followed her. <laughs> He's still following her? Still following her. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just went out around these other tables. Um, and then she she got like, uh, she was like looking at the sororities or whatever, because that might be something she was interested in, just getting information. And I was just like walking around by myself. And then I see like this table with a bunch of big dudes behind it and a big ball like this big on the table and I was like what, what is that and I just kind of walk over and they're like hey you want to sign up for rugby and oh, I was like rugby I was like oh mm. shit rugby um, I've heard of it because right. my older brother uh, he went to mines and he played rugby for like mm-hmm. a couple years or whatever right um, and I was like what is this I was like oh it's rugby you know we do this it's, it's, it's a almost, crazy sport it's like football and soccer put together mm-hmm. and I was like interesting like when's the first practice and then I signed up to go for the, to the first practice um and then I kept, like, walking around, and I get to, like, a lacrosse table, too. And I was like, oh, lacrosse, I'm, sounds kind of cool. Because you still wanted practice? to play sports. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to try and find something to yeah. kind of help me transition, I guess, mm-hmm. from doing sports, like, every single year for mm-hmm. months at a time to mm-hmm. nothing. Um, and then I also signed up for, for, like, the lacrosse first day of practice. Oh, you did? To yeah, see and, what and you'd it, like. Yeah, and it happened to be, like, the same day I did lacrosse, and I was like, oh, you know what? This is kind of cool. Like, yeah. I think I'll just do this, and I'll even go to the rugby practice. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, right after each other, and it's, like, mm-hmm. on the same field. Um, so I was like, you know, uh, I'm already here. Might as well just stick it out. And then um, in order to pra- practice for, for rugby, you had to have, like, your physical done. But I didn't have it yet. So I was just forced to, like, sit there and watch, which is why I didn't want to go, but... I was just sitting there and watching, and then um, I'm just, like, watching the whole practice, and it's, like, run almost like a football practice, too. Right. It's, like, pretty, like, identical to, like, the practices. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I fucking I kind of like It's, like, like a this. rec league? No, it's, like, a club league. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's still kind of like a travel league, so you, mm-hmm. like, play with the club, but then you also play with, like, other schools' clubs. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their uh, UCCS, where I went to, is a Division two school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a Division two like, legit sport, I guess. It's like mm-hmm. a club sport first. Um, nice. So, yeah, I, I did the practice, and I was like, you know what? I actually love this better than lacrosse. Did you like th- it better than football? Uh, it was pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except you don't have pads. Except you don't you have don't pads. Have hel- do you have helmets? No, you don't have helmets. You have your paracletes, and yeah. that's it. Right, yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's just a paracletes and a mouth guard, and you're set. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Um, and then I finally, well, I got that that day, just by watching, I was like, "That's the one I want to do." Mm-hmm. Even though I like got actually like even though you're a big teddy like, bear, you're like, "I want to yeah. crack yeah. some schools, throw yeah. a big ball around." Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then and rugby, like everybody can score. It's not just yeah. like the skilled positions, or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. "I want to actually fucking try and score a touchdown, right, right, or like right. a, a try." I guess is, is what mm-hmm. it's called in rugby. Yeah. Um, but then I finally get my physical, and then we start practicing. Um, it's crazy because our coaches were actually uh, from South Africa, and they were like in the semi-pro leagues. At, wow! From there, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, those those guys are intense. Man, it's for intense because sure. I I uh, used to hang out with some guys from DU that played rugby, and it was intense. we 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 played uh, DU. Yeah. We, we'd play DU, Colorado College. Uh, our first game was uh, in. Uh, against Western up in Gunnison. Like, it's intense. I think way more intense than football. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's like... Yeah, and you have to be in a lot better shape for that. Because right. there's than more than running. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's constantly running, constantly yeah. up and down. 
but is it a little safer than football for this reason? You don't have pads on, but when you're wearing pads, that's where people get hurt because you have a, yes. a, a, a say, or I don't want to say this, a, uh, you, you're going to smash into someone uh, greater. Um, you know, mm-hmm. when you're playing rugby, you realize you're not protected by pads. When you're playing football, you realize you can lower you, you can lower the boom on somebody. You know, yeah. so, rugby players are crazy. Oh, I get, yeah, I get it. I'm not the, saying the, they're not. The, there is hard hits, but it's nothing like football. It's like you have to learn to protect yourself, or right. or if you're you're gonna like mess yourself up. Right, right. Um, so it was like two weeks before like our first game, and our first game was against Western. It was like higher elevation. It was like two thousand or some more feet in there mm-hmm. or something. Um, so that was intense. It was like my first game, we get there, and this, I got these butterflies going. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, You're all one at 18. Yeah, and then it's my first time ever playing rugby, and I'm one of the starters. Like, the coach was like, oh, you, I like how, I like the way you play. You're going to start. And I was like. Was your girlfriend I, happy I, you were playing rugby? At the time, she didn't really care. She was like, mm. you do you. Mm, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Um, so it's like I'm with a bunch of people who know the sport, mm-hmm. and I and I still don't understand all the rules. And yeah, I'm here like playing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but man, ugh, that first game was incredible. Right. Yeah, like because in in football, I was I always wanted to score, um, and I actually did end up scoring in in the in my first game for. When you say breaking noses. Did you uh, break some noses? Yeah, because on my first uh, actually like try, um, the. The guy passed me the ball, and then I I grabbed it, and we're like probably ten, fifteen yards from from like the the goal line, um, and there's this guy like running right at me. He was a smaller guy, um, so I was like, you know what, like this is my chance. I'm gonna just run him over. Light him up. Yeah, and I lowered my shoulder. I hit my shoulder, my shoulder straight into his face, um, and then I just kept running through him. I ended up scoring. And then I turned back around. He's got blood dripping down his <laughs> face right here. Oh, you broke his nose. And then he just. Yeah. Like, yeah. Back in. <laughs> I, I don't think I broke his nose technically, but it was uh, it was yeah. some blood coming out of yeah. it for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that was like the best game I've ever had. And then after that, I just fell off and never scored again. Yeah. yeah. But you played it a whole season. Yeah, we played a whole season. Um, and then I was gonna play like next year too, but then uh, we didn't have enough people to play, so then kind of. Mm-hmm. Fell apart. Sadly, we tried to get recruit more people, yeah. but then I can't the people... see that being everybody's cup of tea. Well, because they're not familiar with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, uh, if you go to, like, Europe or anything, mm-hmm. or especially, like, New Zealand, Africa, Massive. it's Massive. huge. Massive. It's like soccer. How big is soccer in America? I mean, it's big, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of David Beckham? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not American. Bend like Beckham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I fell in love with it right away. I would, like, stay up until, like, 2 or 3 in the morning to watch, like, the, the rugby matches uh, around the world. It was, oh, cool. Especially, like, our coach was South African. He was like, you got to watch the Springbacks. Like, they're the best. Right. And then, yeah, I was just. Yeah, but I'm saying is, is it'd be bigger if you started in high school. If high oh, schools yeah. had rugby mm-hmm. teams, right? Mm-hmm. That's how this is. To put it in perspective, I want to love hockey so bad, but I don't understand the rules, the t- the, the penalties I, to an extent I do. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up in a small town mm-hmm. where you didn't have hockey. You know what I mean? But when I go to, like, the Eagles games, man, I love it. It's so intense, but I don't understand what's mm-hmm. going on a lot, you know? That's why I feel that it's not as big. That's why football and basketball are so massive in this country because almost every school has them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even yeah. the little bitty schools. Like you could, when they had a football team. In a you know, Scott team. says we played three on three at Woodland. I'm like, whatever. But I mean, but, but you. Daily. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played at the Olympic Training Center. I played at State. And he's right. like, yeah, three on three. <laughs> so whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. But there's a lot of travel leagues. Um, I know there's some kids from our area that do travel leagues and play mm-hmm. hockey. 
Mm. They have to go out of town to do it. Yeah. One of the biggest comedy promoters in Denver, Terry Burton Gray. What's up, TBG? Uh, her husband Bill is a doctor. He still plays rugby to this day. Him really? And yeah, it's cool to watch. They're always on Facebook. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, they travel and play. And he's God. He, Bill's gonna be in his sixties now. Holy! But, but they they have a league of uh, they've been playing together. For it's a, years it's a great years. way to stay in shape too. Yeah, man. Yeah, and they love it. It's it's fun to see the pictures of him out there with that that big white football. You know, yeah. and it's yeah. it's it's fun. It's cool. Yeah. So, huh? That's a great story, man. I would have never uh, thought you'd be a rugby player. That's that's cool. Neither did I. He's a big teddy bear. How that plays are, rugby? How different <laughs> are the rules than like American football? It's it's uh, completely different. Night like, and day. It, yeah, like um, in in American football, you can like pass the ball forward, but in rugby, you always have to pass it behind you. You always have to like throw it throw it back when when you're running forward. Like laterals. Yeah, it's always gonna be a lateral. And you and you can't like block in front of you. You can't have people blocking for you. Really? Yeah. So that's that's where like the the conditioning and the speed comes into it. So it's it's basically like soccer. Yeah, it's Just basically yeah, yeah. Oh. soccer. Then you when you can hit people. I have to check it out, man. It's one of those things I'd like to learn about. Larry, you know so I, mean? I think but I'm going to play some rugby. <laughs> I ain't running nowhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bullshit. I ain't going to run. <laughs> <laughs> you get him, Eric. Go get him. <laughs> they, they, they even, they, I think the school even tried to start like a semi-pro team to like compete in the semi-pro league oh. and I was like, right. for, for football. And I was like, I'm going to stick with rugby. Yeah. 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 It's just... It's just like the brotherhood you build with like the, all the other guys. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Oh, so you'd say semi pro football? Yeah, they they wanted to start like mm-hmm. a semi pro football team, and I and I would rather like stay with like the club. Yeah. Because um, I mean it's it's crazy. Like during the game, you like beat yourself up with like the other team, but then afterwards, it's like it's just like a brotherhood. A brotherhood. Yeah. What's like, that? What's that? Um, we were just talking about the other day that football movie, the guy that started out at, at semi pro. Like I don't even know if he played football in high school. I don't care, but then he ended up playing NFL, got recruited, and then he uh, played in the Super Bowl and won it. What the heck's his name? I don't know. It's about, a good movie, uh, though. About a movie, there was a, uh, the punter from the Chargers was an old rugby guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you, God, what was his name? It's sort of the B. Bennett, maybe? But there was a couple. There's a couple of clips of him just lighting people up, man. The punter, like when <laughs> the kick like, returns <laughs> coming towards him, man. You see the punter just fuck this guy up, man. Everybody's like, damn. So, and there, yeah. there's certain positions in like rugby, like they're like the dedicated kicker, mm-hmm. right? Which is crazy because those kicks are they're jacked. Yeah, because yeah. they still got to be able to take down all these big guys too. Right, right. Well, they're all athletes, right? Yeah. I mean, that's true. Half the kickers in the NFL were all uh, ex uh, state champion wrestlers, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Athletes are athletes. I, I always mean. wanted to do roller derby. Really, I had a friend yeah. who did that. Really? Oh boy, it's intense to watch, man. Those yeah. chicks kick the shit out of each other, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, really, Michelle? Yeah. But I was like, I might get hurt. You know what? I'll sign you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> high five your husband. Like that's all the shit talk there, buddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got Michelle into the. <laughs> Although I gotta tell you, she gets her ass kicked. No wrestling for a while, I bet, because she's gonna be sore. Just so you know. Well, we don't wrestle much anymore because Ty's older now. <laughs> wrestle. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, that poor kid. He's gonna have that fucking flashback someday. Like, oh my god, oh my god. That was the last direction he had ever. <laughs> poor kid. I can we not talk about him and having Still that? Ever. You were naked, little. Well, well, well. back, right? So don't don't be judging now, you know. <laughs> All right. All right. Three great stories there because that was mm. awesome, man. Do you have mm. one in mind? I think so. I do too. I mm-hmm. do have one in mind. I, I, think it I wonder something. if we're going to agree on this. Huh? We might. We might. For once. So, so, yeah, well, I mean, so either you're going to be right or, you know, <laughs> or, or wrong. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a dumb thing to say. I, I was trying to insult you, and I, I had it in my head how I was going to say it, and then it came out wrong. Like, and, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Either you're going to agree with me and be right, or you're going to be wrong. Yeah, I, That's knew what you're, I, I knew what you were saying. It would have been awesome had I got that right, <laughs> but I didn't. So, Eric, we uh, rock, paper, scissors to see who has to guess first. How do you rock, paper, scissors? I'm a four pumper. You're a four pumper. So yeah. I'm a bit, they're kicking ass this year, this four pumping shit. I don't even know how to do it, remember? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a three pump chump. <laughs> you know what? That's all I got to be, bro. I'm no. I'm no athlete. We're doing four. Ready? Mm-hmm. Well done, Staley. Well done. All right. Three great stories. I. I'm working for the feds. I'm a big teddy bear in breaking noses and taking names. So, I'll tell you right away. I think that uh, I'm working for the feds is a true story, man. You a lot of detail on that. And, uh, that's a great story to tell. That, that, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that's your go-to story when you're telling stories to people. That's what I would say. Um, I think that breaking noses and taking names, you had a lot of passion in that too. I think that one's true. I'm a big teddy bear. I'm going to say that one is the bullhucker because I'll, I bet you guys did go to some of that stuff. I don't think you uh, pussed out like you said you did or something towards the end. Uh, and it had, it had not a lot of detail in it. That's why I'm a big detail guy. So uh, if you ever come on this and you want to fool me, Tell me a true story without a lot of detail. You'll probably uh, suck me in. So, <laughs> but so I'm gonna go with I'm a big teddy bear, Miss Staley. For once, no, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> I am in agreement with Moose Lenstrom. Why is that? There was wasn't a lot of detail. Uh, I mean, kind of the same thing. Pretty excited about uh, the other two stories, and that one was, you know, just kind of, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's. Uh, it, I want the other two one to be true. Yes, exactly. You know, uh-huh. there's, there's, there's ones but you just want to I will be true. say, I will say the Fed kind of, I was like, eh, just because the, the, you know, the story that Monaco told, there's some differences there. Right. So. Well, two different situations. That wasn't the same situation. It was not the same, not the same But story. I thought maybe, you know. Right. But I'm, I'm in agreement with you on this. Well, I mean, and that one almost got me too with the Feds because, uh, it might have been as tense as he said. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's intense. I'm sure that was not a walk mm-hmm. in the park by any means. But I, I think the uh, I'm a big teddy bear is it. But before we show us, uh, if you like what you saw today, check out thebullhucker.com. It's got all our stuff on it. You also will be able to find the Totem Podcast links on the description below this uh, video or on thebullhucker.com under the As Seen on the Bullhucker. You'll go to see all the Inception stuff there if you want to check these guys out. If you need help with the media stuff or you just want to check out a great podcast, uh, check them out as well. Subscribe to that podcast. No matter what you listen to, uh, iHeart, Radio, Spotify, whatever you're on, uh, please make sure you uh, follow them. Yeah. And leave a rating and review. It helps out the yeah. podcast. It's a huge click for us and a small click for you. Uh, it's backwards, but it's the same thing. Yeah, I know what you you're know saying. What I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. So uh, we appreciate everybody and all the support. You know. Um, well, and I just have to say the guys were were great. Um, Ty and his buddy are wanting to start a podcast. I've had told him to reach out to you too. He hasn't okay. yet. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what they're going to talk about. Ty might talk about his horror stories growing up in the uh, Staley household. I'm not <laughs> gonna, a therapy session for yeah, yeah, I'm not going to talk to Ty because I don't want to have to turn that shit over to the police. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you guys should listen to this shit. <laughs> but they came over and uh, actually met the guys when we did um, the pot or did the whiskey wine whatever with them at their new podcast location, yeah, yeah. and had the guys come over and they got to see your new space. And um, I'm not quite sure what they're gonna lean into but you know they're they're willing to kind of mentor and help out too because you know just never know okay yeah 
Sounds great. So shout out for that. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like I said, also on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, there's a little red button. That's our subscribe button. Go ahead and click that, and then it'll, uh, it'll alert you and hit the little bell. So it uh, tells you every Tuesday when we release a new website or a new episode. I almost got through that without <laughs> fucking it up. So close. <laughs> I was close. So close, man. I, I feel yeah. you doing the intros, outros. Oh, it's just. It's tough, right? Cause you, even though how much, like, you practice so many times, it's like, yeah. you can never really get it. I've also there. thought about just uh, making a small video. I just click in here, like, okay, and this, and then it's be like, like, a, like I'm a, a prisoner, like a, a ransom thing. Like, yeah. welcome to the Bullhawker <laughs> podcast. Please hit the subscribe try, button. Try like, to do live radio. Or they will flog me. Like, <laughs> I introduce guests wrong all the time. Really? John Becker is like one of my good friends, and I forgot his name. I'm all. Oh, no. I'm here on uh, Morgan Matters with, with uh, uh, yeah, this that guy. guy. Yeah, I call him <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I'll call him asshole. And uh, one other time I called him John Staley, not John Becker. So. <laughs> yeah, John Becker's great. Yeah, so. yeah. And, it, and it's audio only, so you can't just like point to him. <laughs> no. no, it's like you're just over here pointing, yeah. but then mm-hmm. it's like. That's yeah. true. <laughs> you know, I like to say I was just part of the entertainment. Yeah. And see do. what Michelle would forget on a daily basis. Yeah, but, it happens. That's yeah. why it's nice to be able to edit these. So. All right, we're uh, the three stories. I'm working for the feds, breaking noses and taking names, and I'm a big teddy bear. And I guess we're both going. I'm a big teddy dun, bear. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see it. Let's check it out, man. Oh, oh my! Dude. Breaking noses and taking names. What's not true about that, Eric? What's not true is the first game was a complete shit show. I got destroyed, and I I was the one who ended up with the the. the Look at that. Well, you know what? Well played. There was a lot of you. You told that like it was a, a cherished memory. Not, <laughs> yes. not you didn't beat. I mean, uh, it still is, even though I got beat up. It was still awesome. And we suck. Right. I'm a t- I'm a big teddy bear. Is a true story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll never let me live it down. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, she'll be like, "What about the cornfield, like, son of a bitch?" <laughs> we'll just we'll just be doing something. And she'll be like. Just a big teddy bear. Uh, do you want a big teddy bear? Or do you want this this mean guy who's always going to be a dick to you? <laughs> right, yeah. that's right. A lot of girls like that side, mm-hmm. so they think. Yeah, yeah. You never know. And I'm working for the feds. That's a. That, by the way, that's a fantastic story, man. Yeah, that was really great. That is a mm-hmm. true story. Yeah. Wow. Hopefully, I mean, the, the, the documentary will come out at some point, um, so that everybody can actually like hop on the ride and oh, just cool. go right. with us Very cool. to where we went. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's a great story. Yeah. And that's one of those stories told in this podcast is you know how quickly that could have went south? Yeah. How, how fucked you could have really been? Were, were, yeah. your, were your parents and your fiancé and your wife, were they, like, pissed after the fact? Like, were they, like, never, ever again? Uh, and you're like, we're going to build that mansion because we're going to have that. <laughs> once we told them, like, the, the actual <clears throat> true story, they were like, what the fuck were you guys thinking? Mm-hmm. And here's, mm-hmm. here's how I see it. You're not getting paid. You're doing this for the experience, and you know, hopefully, it pays back in some way. But you're also carrying around a, a shitload of expensive equipment in a third world country, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How how you weren't stabbed and robbed. There's some passion there, right? Uh, there's honestly, there's making that dream happen. Honestly, mm-hmm. though, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, how much how much is the camera? You're, I mean, it's not cheap, right? None no, of this, none of this shit's cheap. No. So I mean, that's 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 a ballsy move to yeah. do. So. Absolutely. We even uh, had to bust out our cell phone and record on that sometimes because there's just yeah. too much shit going around. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't trust it, man. That's that's nuts. So uh, before we go, though, uh, I want to talk a little about about your business. Um, yeah. So, so you're, the, you're the film guy, right? Yeah. What do you wish people knew when they were trying to book a photographer? Um, well, well, we do like the, the marketing and the, right. the, the, the other stuff. But right. one thing I would like pay attention, tell people to pay attention to is like, who are you actually hiring? Is it just someone who's doing it as a hobby, who's not as invested into 
capturing your mm-hmm. life, right? Or is it someone who's actually a professional, treats it professionally, and will do everything they can to make sure you have the best time of your life and it's captured on camera? Right, right. I mean, a lot of people do have relatives or whatever do it, but I mean, you get what you pay for in life, right? Yeah, hundred percent. How, how many weddings have you done? Do you think? Or quinceañeras? How many events? I should say how many events. Uh, we've done a lot. I don't, I've lost count. Just tons. Yeah, I mean, this year we already got booked up to like around twenty, thirty. Oh, nice events. That's amazing, man. Yeah, nice. and we're, awesome. we're it's the the number just getting higher. So I mean, we're all over the place too. Like if if people are up in Denver or they're in the mountains and like we will still travel all the mm-hmm. way out there too. Right? How's the far? What, do you have a a uh, a travel radius that you'll go to, or do you go? Are you willing to give anything a shot? I want to give anything a shot. Right. If money having, talks, if, Larry. Money talks. If they're having a destination <laughs> wedding. Sign, sign me up. I want to go to the beach too. Oh, there we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. How do we get a part, be a part of that? Uh, <laughs> you got to knock off Edith, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Staley, I don't know what to tell you. Right. <laughs> a lot of bad shit happened on the podcast today. Uh, how much are you inv- uh, involved with the actual marketing end of this too? Uh, pretty, pretty involved. Yeah. Um, because because I still like I'm still the one who like creates the content for all that stuff that like we like put out onto other people's like socials and stuff. Right. Um, and then just like the, um, like the planning that goes into it because like they might have like an idea of like oh I want to do this but then I'm like okay in reality we can't do that we have to do this because right. it's gonna be a lot more expensive to like hire actors or whatever so right. it's kind of like, um, still still pretty, um, invested. That's cool. That's cool. And if you go on the website, is there a place on the website? What, what is the website, by the way? Uh, Inceptionsmedia.com is okay. for like all our marketing stuff. And then Films by Inceptions is all our uh, weddings and quintas, uh, photo and video. I didn't ask Monica this. I forgot to. But how is there pricing on there? Or how do they go about getting pricing or getting uh, information on that kind of thing? We, we have like a, a starting price, ballpark okay. number. So that way people can at least come with, to us like already kind of knowing. like Have an idea. Have an idea mm-hmm. how much yeah. they're going to spend. Right. Um, it's just to avoid like the, I guess people th- like to think of it as awkward conversations. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't really think of it like that, but just some people are, uh, when you start talking about money, it's like a big mm-hmm. no. So like, mm-hmm. we're just like, this is kind of what we started at. Um, so, so people can just have an idea. That's cool. Nice. That's cool. And I, I've always said that if you have a, a friend that has a business, that's how you support it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You pay him. You don't, you don't ask for, you know, a discount, you know, as you know, it's your time is worth money. Yeah. It's and, even as simple as just hitting that share button on, on social media, like yeah. sharing the posts or, or whatever. Right. right. And you can also hit share on all this stuff. And uh, Exactly. How do people come on the uh, Your Totem podcast? How do people get signed up for that? They can just message me directly. Okay. Um, if they're watching on YouTube, they can, like, leave a comment or whatever, too. Um, right. But usually they just uh, direct message on Facebook, Instagram, or, or whatever. Um, right. They'll be able to find us there. And we're all friends on Facebook, too. So if you go hold me or Michelle Staley, we could actually – uh, get you yeah, I, with I you have guys. shared your info with a few people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. So. Yeah, it's and, and photographers. I mean, this so many times people ask me about a photographer. Mm-hmm. So, so now I have one to, to recommend. So, Eric, thank you so much for coming yeah. on, man. Yeah, thank you for awesome. giving me the opportunity to, to be on here on your show. And guys, like this was this was fun. If you thought about it, coming on here or or anything, um, just come on. It, yeah. it, you'll have a blast. Like yeah. it's, it's honestly it's really super cool. It's the hard part is getting people to step outside their comfort zone to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but uh, so far I got a perfect record, man. Of people that came on that have, that have had the balls to come on and do it. Have, at the end, I always ask, would you come back and do it? I know you guys would because you're attention whores like me in this one. You know what I'm saying? We're <laughs> oh, yeah. podcasters, so, yeah, we're attention whores. Let's not bullshit each other. So. But most people that aren't used to this kind of thing, you know, they got to step out there outside of their comfort zone, but they've always enjoyed it, and they've always mm-hmm. said they come back. So, yeah. you know, why not? 
Why not? We're a good time, right? I think so. Well, think you so. are from the stories yeah. I've heard today. Good <laughs> Lord. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> Eric, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I'm Ms. Lunster. Michelle Staley. Catch you next time. Peace. Mm-hmm.